Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out, right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. It's not just for people that love science, although there's plenty of science here. It's not just popular culture, history, and so forth. It really has every aspect. And I guess, do you find that a lot of the visitors have their particular favorite areas that they like to hang out in, that kind of thing? There are many uh, interesting exhibits here, including our Area 51 exhibit. Now, that eventually will be changed out for a new exhibit. We're going to retain the Area 51 nomenclature, the the exhibit itself, within the museum long term. But uh, we are really trying to address a new generation, uh, do new and upgraded exhibits that will will talk to uh, a new generation that really doesn't is not familiar with this history. But uh, we hope them we hope that they realize how important it is to our American history. Well, and again, we mentioned Smithsonian, and one thing I like about that is these are really interactive. It's not like you just go by and see a bunch of pictures with a written description. You know, there's sights, there's sounds, and I guess that's something, you know, as a director, you're always looking for the latest technology to try to make this as stimulating as it can for people to visit. We have a lot of interactive things, and we have a really uh, interesting video that plays midway through your experience called uh, the Ground Zero Theater, where you sit for 15 minutes and you actually witness and kind of feel what it's like, what it would have been like to sit and actually sit outdoors and observe one of these nuclear tests. And there actually were for years an area where VIP visitors were brought to the test site where they could observe the, the nuclear test. It's incredible. Is there any stuff, on, I assume, on radiation and that kind of fear, especially as time went on? We're actually going to open a new exhibit probably within the next six months called Exposure, and it in particular will address the issues of radiation. Uh, people don't realize, but radiation just doesn't come from nuclear weapons. You can go outside and you receive radiation from the sun. There's, very, there's many natural forms of radiation, and it just depends on your amount of exposure, whether it is good or bad. I mean, even eating a banana, you get a small amount of radiation. Radiation is all around us. Some of the folks that were involved in this thing back in those days come by and visit. I mean, is this something, do you enjoy having them here, and do they get kind of a kick out of see what, how you've recreated this entire era of, of ours? Absolutely, and that goes to the passion I spoke of that really is inherent in this place. We have actually many tour guides and uh, helpers, volunteers at our museum that actually worked at the test sites. Some of them worked at Area 51, and they have wonderful stories that the visitors enjoy. And what a lot of people don't realize is the test site was not just about, you know, testing nuclear weapons. It brought a lot of jobs to Las Vegas that helped build infrastructures and schools and sewers and things that allowed Las Vegas to grow and be acceptable to the, the bigger casinos that came later. And today we, you know, there's a great deal of retired individuals in this community that are former employees of the test site. And we're into second, third generation professional people now working uh, in Las Vegas who attribute, uh, you know, their reason for being here because their their father or mother or their grandmother had brought, you know, the family here years ago when the test site was so active. Let's talk about the test site itself. Now that wasn't actually in Las Vegas. It was out in town called Mercury, Nevada, I understand. That's how far from here, and did people commute in, or was, I understand at one time there was quite a few employees. There's not anything out there now, though. 
Well, the test site is still in operation. It's a smaller operation. They do subcritical tests. They do uh, emergency emergency management training out there. They do a lot of very important things, important to natural, uh, national defense. However, the test site first opened in 1951. It was part of the original World War II era Nevada bombing range, bombing and gunnery range, and it was about 1,300 square miles that were carved out for nuclear testing starting in 1951. Now, initially, it was just selected here because it was a close flight from Los Alamos. They had their own runway out there. They didn't think they would even need to even use Las Vegas because Las Vegas was a very small town at the time, and it was 60 miles away. However, they realized in short order that it took a lot of logistics support to set off nuclear weapons, and they hired a small construction firm called EG&G. had 50 employees in 1952. Three years later, it had 50,000 employees. Uh, again, Las Vegas, that was the founding of what is modern-day Las Vegas because uh, they found Las Vegas the ideal base for laboratories and housing. And, of course, the families came here. They needed schools. And it, it over the years, it, it really led to a, a – infrastructure uh, improvement and growth of Las Vegas. So really then, it was part of the whole Las Vegas growth when you come to think of it. Sure, there was gambling and entertainment and so forth, but this was just another thing that brought more people in and more people that actually lived here. Absolutely. And as I said, the test site is still in operation. They employ, I think, about a thousand people today. It's never really gone out of service, even though atomic testing ended in 1992, 93 time period. Well, talk a little about Mercury, Nevada, because I drove through there several years ago, you know, and there wasn't much there. <laughs> there was a few little spots and that was it. Is that, uh, was it at one time uh, more of a thriving area itself, just the city? Mercury was originally established in the 1950s to support the test site. It was a government housing barracks, a very simple uh, area, and it has always been basically controlled by the the, originally the atomic energy commission and then which evolved into the department of energy today that's in charge of you know nuclear issues but it's a secure site it's not really open to the public however having said that they do do tours today of the test site i've been on tours i've been through mercury you know it it has support uh organizations for the uh science that is going on out there. At one time, there was a famous little steakhouse out there that served uh, all the the original people there for years and years. A lot of people talk of that very fondly because uh, there was not much between Mercury and Nevada. is basically about a 60-mile drive on a very narrow road at the time. But gradually, as I said, they realized they needed a base of support. Las Vegas became that base of support. And as more and more logistics came, people, employees, they were based in Las Vegas and they would be bussed out every day. They would also be flown out at times. There was different ways of, you know, transporting them to Mercury, which was kind of the the entryway into the the test site. Now, we also talked uh, earlier about one of the features is Area 51. People love that kind of stuff. There's a lot of interest in that. Tell them what they'll see here about uh, Area 51. And I guess that's one of those areas, too, where there's always going to be conspiracy theorists and so forth that think all these things are going on. And obviously, you don't play into that, but really talk about what all transpired there. 
Well, our permanent exhibit that we evolved from this temporary Area 51 exhibit, we'll talk about the, you know, the documented history. I mean, there are the famous spy planes, the U-2, the SR-71 were developed there under uh, the famous engineer Kelly Johnson. It, that's really remarkable and amazing history. Uh, we do address in our current exhibit, you know, the myth and the reality, and there's some interesting stories, and that's always fun to talk about. There's a lot of stories out here. Uh, again, we're not here to pass an opinion, but to just document things and, and continue convey this to the public, but it's a very popular exhibit. And I know throughout the years, things change. You have different events. Do you have anything coming up uh, in the near future that people can look for? We have events every programming every month. We have a wonderful education director here, uh, Joe Kent, who uh, has installed a movie series every approximately every month. We we show a free movie for our members. Uh, we also have a speaker series that takes place at least once a month. Uh, we've had we do a number of children's programming events through the year. We're actually gonna we have something in early summer every year. Uh, so there's, there's many things. So I encourage you to visit our website and, and consult our calendar because we always have active things, and most of them are free to the public. Well, let's talk about that. First of all, your location, a great one because it's not far off from uh, the Strip and that kind of thing. It's, pretty, it's a pretty easy drive, and there is parking here, which is really advantageous in this town. There's good parking, and I'm surprised how many people actually walk down here from the Strip. It's, it's uh, uh, not that bad of a walk, maybe not in this summer heat, but we have a, a lot of out-of-town visitors, which we welcome, and a lot of local visitors. And as uh, you saw today when you toured our museum, we have a lot of school groups that come through, and that's a big um, focus to us is education and providing a story to the many school groups that visit us. Well, Michael, we'll be coming back as the years go on, but for now, if people want to find out more about the museum, let's tell them where to go on the web. What do they look for? If you, if you just type in National Atomic Testing Museum. Thanks, Michael. Really appreciate your time, and uh, this is just a wonderful place. We'll be out to see it. We hope you come and visit. You've been listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast with new shows loaded twice weekly. Got a guest idea? Email us at info at VegasNeverSleeps.com and catch the show live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, coast to coast on the BizTalk radio network.